Hey Astros fans, so here we are on Podcastros, and uh, we just finished off a series in Philadelphia, the opening series. So first of all, let's say baseball's here, it's very exciting. Um, even though this team, this Houston Astros team, um, they got swept. We got swept by the Phillies in Philadelphia, and uh, a lot of people are probably looking at these games and thinking... This is going to be a long season. And it is. They're right. But there are some positives, I think, to be taken here. Um, You know, we were playing Philadelphia. And Philadelphia, they're they're not the World Series champs. That would be the San Francisco Giants. But they are, they are arguably the best team in the National League. We faced off against three pitchers in Roy Halladay, Cliff Lee, and an old familiar face, Roy Oswalt. Um, and we were in Philadelphia on their home turf where they won 60, more than 64% of their games last year. And make no mistake, this Phillies team is better than the Phillies team of last year. Even, you know... Watching this this series, you might think, well, you know, we went into Philadelphia. They were amazing last year, and we we swept them. We swept them, and we did. But, you know, the the thing that stands out to me watching this game is Philadelphia's hitters and Philadelphia's pitchers. Philadelphia's rotation is you're gonna you've heard about it already a thousand times and it's true. We faced off against Roy Halliday, Roy Oswalt, and Cliff Lee. Those there's three Cy Youngs right there. Um, Halliday's got two, Cliff Lee's got one, and between the three of those guys, you've got ten more top five finishes. Halliday finished uh, in the top five four times. Cliff Lee once, in addition to his Cy Young. Uh, and Oswalt five times, though he's never won it, as we all well know. So you've got three pitchers, world-beating pitchers, in Philadelphia against a lineup that when we when I watched this series, when I watched the three-game series, Philadelphia's hitters are professional hitters. Um, you look at our lineup, and though there are some very good hitters it's cl- they're cl- clearly developmental. Okay, Philadelphia's hitters, they're already developed. These are professional mid-career guys. Placido Polanco, Jimmy Rollins, Ryan Howard, uh, Shane Victorino. I mean, this lineup doesn't quit. Even as you get farther down, Carlos Ruiz. These are guys who are taking pitchers deep into the count. They're selecting their pitches... And our guys just aren't doing that yet. And much of that is because they are developmental players still. Um, Even guys with some experience at the big league level, um, Michael Bourne, um, still very developmental. Though he was an all-star last year, not really a deserving one. And, you know, he still doesn't hit as well as he does almost everything else. Bill Hall. Still developmental, still working on pieces of his game. When you look at our lineup, we have two guys in Carlos Lee and Hunter Pence that are major league hitters. They're developed hitters. And those are the two guys who are hitting right now. 
it should, I mean, it should come as no surprise. Um, you know, Humberto Quintero could be in that group, but he's never been known for his bat. So you're looking at Carlos Lee and Hunter Pence, who, you know, first of all, look at those two combined, okay? They have, we, we scored 11 runs in this series. Those guys had five RBI together. Okay. Together they're batting 391. The rest of the starters, not counting pitchers, not counting uh, pinch hitters, the rest of the starters combined are batting 171. So you got 391 versus 171. Now that's Quintero, that's Tolls, that's Wallace, that's Hall, that's Johnson, that's Bourne, that's Sanchez. Sanchez is really buoying that those numbers. He's he's electric right now. He's he's hitting very well. He's three thirty three at the moment. Uh, granted, you know we're three games in. These numbers are are not they're nothing. They're nothing. I mean, talk about a small sample size. No one has more than twelve at bats. Okay, but if you take Sanchez out of that group. They're batting 138. Lee and Pence on base on base percentage 417. Everyone else, even with Sanchez, 216. Without 194. Slugging Lee and Pence 783 combined. Everyone else, all the other starters, 229. And without Sanchez, 207. What are we going to do? If, I mean, if Sanchez keeps this up, this is kind of what happened last year. He got plugged in and he played lights out. He's hitting very well right now. He, he's, for the most part, putting together very good at bats. Now, is it because pitchers feel like uh, we can relax after Bourne because we don't have to worry about his speed? And, you know, we got Hunter Pence and Carlos Lee coming up. So this guy we can kind of take it a little easy on, maybe. But he's taking advantage of the opportunities, and there's something to be said for that. Chris Johnson is not hitting poorly either. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, I I don't think you'll see it in Cincinnati, but for the Marlins series, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him hitting fifth instead of Bill Hall. It makes a lot of sense to me. He's hitting 273. Right now, th- on base 333. Thanks to uh, getting hit by a pitch. Uh, 364 slugging. Carlos Lee has a triple. Man, I didn't. I, I, did, I watched that game late, but I, I looked at the box score and I saw Carlos Lee with a triple. I was amazed. I didn't. I was. How. I thought, how is this possible? Then I watched the play. I guess Shane Victorino's okay. He came in. Uh, he didn't start the third game after he ran into Ben Francisco out in the outfield on a Carlos Lee triple. He didn't start the third game, but he came in, he pinch hit, and he stayed in the game in center field. Made a couple outs defensively. So that's good. I'm glad he's okay. Sp- He's uh, he's a good guy, I guess. 
So, when Mike Barnett took over as the hitting coach, he got the job largely because he he had developed many of these players as minor leaguers. Uh, Even guys like Carlos Lee he worked with in Chicago when he was coming up. Uh, He worked with Brad Mills in in Boston. But um, I know it's a little early to judge. Well, it's very early to judge. Shouldn't be judging. But um, I find it a little concerning that his primary focus seems to be on situational hitting. Um, because we have to get into those situations. It's great to know what to do with a guy on second base and one out as a hitter. But first we have to get the guy on second base. Um, I would like to see everyone on this team... Pence is, Pence is putting together some good at-bats. Sanchez is putting together some good at-bats. And Lee is putting together some good at-bats. So that's your two, three, four spots. The rest of the, the team, I, they're, just, they're not working into counts. I mean, watch the, watch the, pick a Phillies at-bat in this series. And you're going to see hitters working into counts, fouling off two-strike pitches, waiting for their pitch, and then making contact on it. You know, when you're a pitcher, and you've got two strikes on a guy, and you throw a strikeout pitch in the zone, or even near the zone, we were not getting much help from the umpires, especially in the third game. But you can't put that on the umpires, although there were some lousy calls. You can't put that on them. But when you are a pitcher, and you throw a pitch even close, and you got two strikes, and a guy fouls it off, I'm convinced that that will change in a bat more than almost anything else. Fouling off a pitch with two strikes. I just think it does something mental to a pitcher. And our guys aren't doing that. You know, they're not waiting for their pitch. If, if they get a strike early in the count, they're going to swing at it. They're not going to say, oh, I can't do much with that one. I'll wait for the next one. Um, and I'd like to see them doing more of that. And, you know, <clears throat> one of the problems we're going to run into uh, working late, as we go into, as we move into this season is, uh, in their infinite wisdom, the Houston Astros have done away with advanced scouting this year. So, in fact, one of the reasons Mike Barnett got the hitting jo- hitting coach job is because he has more experience with video than a lot of the other can, uh, candidates. And that's all we've got now. We don't have any advanced scouts. So, as we get deeper into the season... Um, it's going to be a lot of video work. And I, and I, I don't know... I don't know what his support staff looks like. But it's got to be, it's got to take a whole heck of a lot longer to watch video. And I don't know how you put that time into then teaching 
And, you know, we've still got a young crew who need a lot of coaching, a lot of teaching. Um, you know, going back into uh, the entire starting lineup other than Lee and Pence, we're looking at 22 strikeouts. Pence himself had three. He's, he's, but he's working counts. He's working pitchers. And I'm seeing him put together better at-bats early in the year um, than I saw him put together most of last year. And listen, this Game 3 against Oswald, once we hit the 4th and 5th innings, it's like our hitters got comfortable. It's like they were remembering that they were professional baseball players and they were starting to put together some good at-bats. They were going... You know, even if you go four or five pitches in, baseball is a game of attrition, you know. If you've got a starting pitcher and you can tire him out and get into the bullpen, that's where you can do your damage. I think there's great value in working the count, especially against a starting pitcher, and our guys aren't doing that. And, and, and uh, you know, I can't stress enough that it's early, but... Um, it's not something I've seen us do in the last two or three or four years. Uh, I mean, especially two years ago. I, I would get so frustrated. Michael Bourne is a sp- supposed to be a leadoff hitter in the major leagues. And the guy almost never goes four or five pitches into account. And I think he'll find more success if he does. What do I know? He's batting 083. He's... Uh, He's 1 for 12 right now. So, here we are. I'm in beautiful Hollywood, California, watching my Astros. And, you know, I'm, I'm overall, I'm pleased with what I saw. I didn't expect, I thought maybe we'd pull one of these games out. Um, it was hard watching... Our guys hit against Oswalt. That's for sure. All right. So uh, now we've got a day off, and we're going to head down to uh, Cincinnati. little NL Central matchup with the now undefeated Cincinnati Reds, who won their first game similarly to the way we lost our first game. In fact, that first game... Oh, that was painful. That one was painful. We should have won that one. And Brandon Lyon, as we all, as you all know, blew the save, and that was that one was that one was tough. So we're going to go down to the Great American Ballpark, where the Reds are playing very well. Seems like all the balls are flying out of there, even so early in the year. And maybe our guys will get going a little offensively. They just swept the Brewers, but. Uh, and make no mistake, Cincinnati's a good squad, and I think they're going to be... I think they're going to win the Central. That's my pick. Um, in fact, you know what I should do is just... Uh, in preparation for our upcoming series against Cincinnati, let me go through my predictions this year. I didn't do it during the off season. Uh I didn't really care. But now, like, baseball's here, and it's hard, for, and I get excited, and I look around, and I think, well, what, what's, what's going on here? What do I think? And so I decided I would make a couple predictions. I know. I know. Who cares? I, I know. But I'm going to do it anyway. 
So AL East, I got the New York Yankees. I mean, you got the best offense from last year returning. You know, Boston looks great, but it's just all these guys who've never played together. I feel like New York is to get most of the crew's been around. You know, they don't have a lot of new people, new faces this year. No big free agent splashes this year. Um, they were the best offense in baseball last year. Scored the most runs. Um, I, I think I, I like their chances. Um, I think Boston's going to be the wild card. I think Detroit is going to win the Central. Um, sort of a wide open division in my in my eyes. Uh, but I think Detroit's going to do it. I think Texas is going to win the West. Uh, in the NL, I'm I'm taking Philly. In the East, I just think I just think, uh, this rotation is it's uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, this rotation is disgusting. Uh, NL Central, Cincinnati, I'm taking Cincinnati. In the West, I'm taking the Dodgers. Um, I am taking the Giants to win the wild card, but. I wouldn't be surprised if it was another NL Central team. Um, but I am taking the Giants. I'm taking the Dodgers to win the West. I'm taking the Yankees and the Dodgers in the series. And I'm taking the Yankees to win it all. Um, NL MVP this year, Albert Pujols, is in the walk year of a contract. Everyone always says, your, your last year, your contract year, that's when you play your best baseball. Albert Pujols could not play better baseball. So I think he's not only going to be MVP, I think he's going to find a cure for cancer. In the AL, I think, you know what? It's a surprise. I think he's going to finally put everything together. I think he's going to put his team on his back, say, let's go. And I think Miguel Cabrera is going to be the the AL MVP. I think the Cy Young winner, I think it's going to be Matt Cain. He had a great week, a great uh, outing yesterday, and and in addition to that, I mean, you know, the postseason. If he if he can be half as good during the season as he was in the 2010 postseason, forget about it. Matt Cain, Cy Young winner. I'm taking him. It's my pick. I'm taking CC Sabathia in the AL for Cy Young, and my rookies of the year. You know, I don't get into rookie of the year too much because. Uh, you never know, you know, service time. You never know who's going to be, who's going to get the playing time. But uh, I'm going with Aroldis Chapman and Jeremy Hallickson. Those are my picks. Not Brandon Belt. Anyway, back to our Astros. So we got a day off. We're going to Cincinnati. And then we come home and we're going to play against the Marlins. But I will be there at the end of the Cincinnati uh, series with another podcast. And I hope you're enjoying it. Shoot me an email if you like, podcastros, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-R-O-S at gmail.com. That's the podcastros, and that's a day. Thanks, guys. Bad series, but we'll take We'll take the positives. What it's going to be, it's going to be a year of looking at positives.